board with Ma Dukes. Call the landline? Yeah. That's the best. I know. I love landlines. Mm-hmm. Hope Xander doesn't answer. I might want to talk to him eventually, but I want to talk to my mom first. That's me calling you, mom. Hello? What's up? <laughs> Did you get that picture? Yes. Uh, now, you. a couple of things are in play here. Number one, why would you ask Xander to draw you a picture? Have your entertainment uh, options dwindled to that's what it's come to? <laughs> to get him to stop annoying his cousin. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. Very good. So uh, I thought it was creative. Yeah, yes. it is. No, it's good. It, uh, it's, it's good. It, it encourages him to... Uh, <laughs> Okay. Oh, wait. Oh. Um, so when and you said Xander, take this, take these markers and draw me a photo, a picture. Yes, I did. What? Uh, did I know? Did I know? Well, <laughs> describe the the picture that he drew to you uh, for you, <laughs> without getting me kicked off the air. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I can. It is uh it is it is a crude rudimentary drawing of uh of Jimmy and the twins. Yes. Uh the twins not only have hair on them, but there appears to be a cylindrical brown object emitting from the base of the twins. Of course there is. May I speak with my son, please? Oh, yes. Um Xander? Somebody would like to speak with you. Now, be mindful that he has had Benadryl. Oh, okay. Are they drug him up, too? She's, what, yeah, what's yes. <laughs> oh, he had such a reler- an allergic reaction to something. Oh, no. Yeah, it was really bad, but he's much better now. Hang on. It's one flew over the cuckoo's nest over there. I know. Drugging him up and telling him to draw. Nurse Ratchet. Hello? What up, buddy? What's up? Nothing. You had a uh, bad allergic reaction? Yes. What happened? Well, my eyes started itching, my throat got sore, and my nose started stuffing up a lot. Oh, wow. Sorry to hear that. You okay? Yeah, I'm fine now. Okay, good. Oh, man, I'm sorry that happened. Um, let's move past that for a moment. Uh, you know, when, when my grandmother, if she had ever asked me to draw her a picture, uh, I, I probably would have drawn an X-Wing fighter from Star Wars or a shark. Or uh, something undersea that I was into. When Grammy asked you to draw her a picture, son of mine. (laughs) She didn't ask me to draw her a picture. What'd she say? She said, go draw or do something else while Jack plays with his Legos. Because I was really, really, really bored. Okay. (laughs) And I was scaring scaring him. Okay. And then he cried and slapped me. And so Grammy told me to draw. Oh, okay. So, uh, markers, colored pencils, crayons, what did she offer you? She, all she offered me was markers, a box of markers. And a blank canvas. Bar- and a sketch pad. Okay, <laughs> box of markers and a sketch pad. And, and how would you describe the, uh, the drawing that you, uh, <laughs> that you made for Grammy? What, what would you say that is exactly, son? Euphoric. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say euphoric? Yes. What? What would you say it is? <laughs> exactly what I just said before. It's euphoric. Yes. Okay. Um, 
kind of looks like a rocket ship with a smiley face. And it, it's, I'm sure it's a rocket ship. And it's blasting Don't off. You. It, 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 it's, it's, it's Jimmy and the twins <laughs> with, with a brown crayon coming out of the bottom of the twins. It's not a brown crayon. Let me tell you that much for sure. <laughs> okay, well... Uh, I don't know that that's the most important thing, uh, the, the most appropriate thing to be uh, drawing for your grandmother, but uh, <laughs> S Seth, a question for my son? Uh, before you decided to draw that, Xander, did you have any other ideas in mind, or is that the first thing that came to your that mind? That was the first thing that came to my mind, because I knew it would make Jack laugh. <laughs> and uh, Jack is your cousin, and he is how old? He is seven. Perfect. It's all about the comedic value. Sure. When, you know, going to the, the drawing pad. Sure. Did you do indoor skydiving this morning? No. Oh, okay. Thought you guys... Jeremy and I figured it was bullcrap because it was 60 bucks for two one-minute sessions. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of money to go indoor skydiving for sure. For two minutes. Yeah, that's, uh, that's true. Yes, Seth. How bored are you right now? Very, very, very bored. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, bud. Uh, well, um, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, are, do you feel inspired to draw anything else this afternoon? Nope. <laughs> uh, if you were to draw something else, what what would you draw? I have no clue. I would assume the counterpart to the drawing. <laughs> do you ever draw female private parts? Oh, my God. Just asking. Not no. Not really your specialty? No. Gotcha. It's not much source material. True. He's, he's, uh, he's got no inspiration and no models. Um, all right. Well, oh I'm, I'm sorry that you're bored. I know uh, that your mom is planning on uh, picking you up tomorrow morning and uh, taking you over to your friend's house. So that's pretty excited. Exciting. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. Is this picture now adorning the Garabo fridge over there in Orlando? Yeah. Is my mom going to put that up on her fridge? <laughs> no. She told me to draw a fridge-worthy picture. <laughs> No, I, would say I think it's worthy of the it. fridge. I think it is, too. I think it's definitely fridge-worthy. Uh, Xander, are you okay if your dad tweets that out to his 48,000 followers? Well, yeah. All right. Good. Well. And to tell them what it is, it's a punis. I'm sorry. Did you say it's a punis? <laughs> yes, a punis. Is that, that a penis going poo? Yes. I'll also tell you the backstory behind the punis. Oh. I, I want Gio and Seth to listen. Okay, guys, listen. He's going to tell you the backstory behind the punis. <laughs> okay. So Jack and I were wrestling once on the bed, and he hit me in the penis, and he's like, I hit you in the penis, but it was muffled by a blanket, so it sounded like, I hit you in the punis. Okay. And so a couple seconds later, I'm like, wait, you hit me in the punis? And then he started hysterically laughing, and now... Here we are with the penis drawing. <laughs> wow. So that, that drawing is the, the rendition of an actual punis, what a punis would be. Yep. All right. To be able to capture that inspirational moment yeah. and transfer it to the pad True. is quite remarkable. Truly remarkable. You're, you're, you're an exceptional young man, and you have just introduced the word punis to the Tampa Bay radio market. <laughs> Hopefully it's legal to say on the air. Well, I think it is. It's a new word. It's a it's a new fun word that we can be saying all weekend long. Uh, well, <laughs> I hope you guys have a delicious dinner tonight. Uh, thank you for being an awesome kid, and uh, I miss you tremendously, and I love you. All right, you too. <laughs> you little bastard. All right, you too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, no more punis drawings, and uh, I shouldn't have to say these things. 
and, and even though you do get bored, you should appreciate your time with your grandparents because you know I would give anything to be able to spend time with my grandparents, but they're all dead. Yep. And one day yours will be, too. Oh, Team Poonis. Just saying, like, he should appreciate his time with them. I, he sounds like he does. All right, well, okay. one day they're going to die. Uh, well, thank you, young man. I love you, and uh, I'll talk to you later, okay? All right, you too. <laughs> Stop that. Tell me you love me, too, damn you. <laughs> I was just kidding. I love you, too, Dad. All right, cool. And uh, take it easy, all right, bud? All right, you too. <laughs> Bye. So it's a Poonis. How proud are you right now? So proud. It's Drew Garabo Live. Hollywood Hulk Hogan, what's happening? What's up, brother? Man, how you been? Cool, cool. We on the air? Cool. We've, we've got Hulk Hogan on the line with us. Of course, Hogan's Beach now open. Had a huge New Year's Eve blowout. Man, it's a pleasure to speak with Tampa's own Hulk Hogan. I want to start it off. Why Tampa, Hulk? Why, why did you settle on this area of all the places in the United States of America that you could have lived? Brother, I'm, I've been here my whole life. I mean, where else is there to go? I mean, during the... The 30-year wrestling career, you know, I took off and lived in New York and Connecticut for a while, lived in Atlanta, did the crazy move with the, with the ex-wife to go down to Miami for about a year, what a disaster that was. And then, uh, you know, during the whole wrestling career, I spent a bunch of time in Japan, sometimes maybe 20 weeks a year in Japan. But at the end of the day, this is home, went to school here, grew up here. And I always dreamed of someday, you know, moving over to the beach, but I never dreamed I was going to own the beach. <laughs> uh, that's the deal, brother. This is, this, is, this is home base, man. This is where the roots are. Hey, Hulk, do you ever go out and uh, are you just in one of those moods where you hope people don't talk to you? Or whenever you go out, you're prepared that people are going to come up and talk to Hulk Hogan? Well, it's kind of a weird deal. You know, first off, when, when things start cracking, you know, you kind of like years ago, go, oh, my gosh, why do they – you know, want my autograph, and then, you know, about halfway through the whole career, you go, you know, this is pretty intense the way it's going down, and then you get to the point of my career, after 30 years, you go, thank God it's still happening, you know? Sure. Fans have been so loyal, they've been there through the good times, the bad times, and at the end of the day, you know, when I do mount up and go out, um, it's chaos. I mean, it's, it's really cool, because even though you can't even get a bite of food in your mouth, you can't even get a drink in your mouth, people are always there wanting autographs and pictures. It's amazing that, you know, this is still happening after all this time, and I'm, I'm so grateful that the people are, are still really cool and excited to see me. And, you know, at the end of the day, most people are really nice. Even if you have somebody that's out of their mind totally nuts, they're usually just excited. But, you know, whenever I go out, brother, you got to be ready for the, the mania to go crazy. <laughs> Hey, hey, Hulk, do you ever have any problems signing autographs while you're eating? Because I know for a lot of celebrities, that time is off limits. You know, I tried to say no, but it really doesn't work. You know, people don't understand because they may be leaving the restaurant or they may have to go catch a plane. And, you know, it's kind of hard just to say no. You know, I, I pretty much realized the moment I walk out of this front door and I put the, the bandana on the bald head. And when I walk out the front door, brother, people don't go, hey, Terry, how you doing? You know, they go, hey, Hogan, how you doing? So I give them the, what's up, brother? How's it going? You know, so pretty much when, I'm, when I leave the house, it's on. You know, and, 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 I'm, and I'm not saying anything bad about it. I'm just, thank God it's still happening because it didn't have to go this way. 
You know, what uh, What fascinates me is your longevity. I spent three years out of radio when I worked for the Orlando Magic, and I hooked you and Bubba up with some tickets to the Lakers finals. And when we, I, you know, right, right. and Bubba was like. Did you, you have to sneak Hogan in through the back we door? We did, and that's what I was going to say is, like, Bubba was like, hey, just be prepared when, when Terry shows up. That's going to be madness and blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, right. I mean, I know the guy's popular, but whatever. Dude, as soon as people realized you were there, you started getting mobbed, and we had to sneak you in the side door. And what, to what do you attribute? your longevity man i mean you've been huge since i saw you as Thunderlips in rocky three for god's sake you know what i really think it is i think it's um you know the, the celebrities like the brad pitts and and the george Clooney's and stuff there and you know they're just like so far out there they have these entourages and they have this thing that they they they're trying to separate themselves from from the people i mean for me i've always been in wrestling and we're kind of like the, the B or the C type celebrities looked at as the media, which I really can care less about that. But the truth is, the people who see me on TV so much, they feel like they can come pat me on the back and go, hey, Logan, how's it going? Or, you know, I grew up watching. I think the thing that's uh, really has to do with the longevity is the fact that I feel the people feel that I'm tangible. Love it. We're speaking with Hulk Hogan. Hogan's Beach is now open at the Best Western Bay Harbor Hotel on the Courtney Campbell Parkway. Hey, Hulk, there's one more question about your celebrity. When you go out to a restaurant, do you feel like you have to over-tip? Because if you don't, people are going to go, that Hogan's a real cheap D-bag. I don't feel that way, but I do over-tip because these people in restaurants, you know, they kind of like bust their rear ends to, you know, to help you and, and do the right thing. And, you know, times aren't, it's not like 1980 anymore where people are just, you know, throwing money away and just, you know, <clears throat> lighting their cigarettes with $100 bills, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, at the end at the end of the day, um, you know, I like leaving a good tip simply because, you know, maybe the guy behind me won't tip or maybe it's been a slow night. So I just kind of like to make care, take care of the people that, that – uh, are serving me, and at the end of the day, bro, they're handling your food, too, so figure that one out. <laughs> hey, and, you know, I'd be a negligent radio idiot if I didn't at least touch on, of course, the unfortunate incident that happened in 2012. Are you able to go anywhere near the sushi aisle in Publix without somebody elbowing you in the ribs and be like, oh, you don't want to fill up on that stuff, big guy? No, lay it out straighter for me, bro. We can talk. Go ahead. Hit me again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sushi thing is su sushi thing is kind of vague. I know where you're going, but you got to lay it out a little bit straighter. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that'll no, be me. Lay it out. Lay no, it no, out. I'm just saying that'll be me. Like if I saw Hulk and I saw the sushi aisle right there, I'd be I I I I'd elbow no, him in the ribs I mean, a little I mean, bit. Hulkster's telling you to lay it out, so lay it out no, for him. I got, you're backing up now. I got, no, I got nothing to lay out. I only had a sushi joke <laughs> planned. I got I have, you know I know everything I need to know. I mean I hope he wins the lawsuit against Gawker for God's sake because I'd love to see him get a nice payday off that one. But that had to be a rough time for you to go through, man. And I'm sure that uh, that when you're out amongst the people, that uh, that is something that still gets brought up, no? Yeah. <laughs> but the weird, the, weird, the weird thing is, it's, you know, the women put me over, which is crazy, you know, and, and the women say, oh, my gosh, it's so great. You know, there are people that, you know, we're fans that some people, and it doesn't happen very often. Some people don't understand, and I don't want to go into a long dissertation or try to explain it to the fans because I'm accountable. Sure. And I made a mistake, but the sad, the sad thing is when you really, you know, find out, you know, who people really are, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes you think that they're blood or they're lifelong friends and stuff, and, and when you find out who they really are, sometimes it's disappointing, it's even shocking. 
And uh, especially if somebody's really close to you, they take advantage of your ignorance, you know, because there are times when people can be really stupid like me. That, uh, you know, it, it's just really uh, a shame sometimes when you, when you find out who everybody is. Well, but, you know, everyone's all a bit brought up, but usually, you know, it's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I found that when we're at the uh, the very bottom, that's when we really find out what people's true colors are and what their true motivation is. And uh, it's unfortunate that it takes uh, a, a situation like that to really shine that through. But, I mean, I guess the, the bright side of that is at least you know now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, better I know now than another 10 years from now. But, you know, and, and the sad part is, is sometimes, you know, because I've been through a lot of craziness, you know, with divorces and lawsuits and, you know, stuff back in the 80s and 90s with the federal government and when when you've got you know somebody special they're saying hey i'm your only true friend i'm the only one that's been with you through thick and thin and they're really making you think that hey man this is my only true friend and when you find out different it's kind of weird it's, it's pretty it's pretty tough pill to swallow it is mad well dude i really appreciate the honesty and the time hulkster uh the the hogan's beach is oh, now cool, man. oh good man i'm we, glad we we got to go, Drew. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're going to go down to Hogan's Beach. It's at the Best Western Bay Harbor Hotel on the Courtney Campbell Parkway. They got Sister Hazel for Valentine's weekend. Volleyball courts, fire pits, beach command has a huge deck. Can't wait to get down there. And I know you're there a lot, so I'm looking forward to seeing you there, Hulkster. Yeah, we got a mechanical shark instead of a mechanical bull, too. So that's pretty wild. Man, but, you know, don't forget over on Clearwater Beach, man, I got a bad to the bone Hogan's Beach shop over here on Mandalay Avenue right down the street from the Hooters. So, you know, we're rocking on both ends of the bay now. Excellent. You're taking over. I love it, man. Well, continued success to you, man. I hope 2013 is uh, light years ahead of 2012 for you. And, again, I appreciate the time very much. Congrats on your years of success, Holster.